Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care, a resource for Black women who are looking to get to where the healing and joy resides. Let's go ahead and get into today's short, quick episode. I'm prefacing that by really telling myself this is going to be short and quick. (laughs) But if you've been rolling with me for a while, you know, sometimes I just have to get into the flow. But we're going to see. You know, I want to be upfront and just let you know that this episode is about uh, one really amazing, I don't want to say side effect, but one really amazing benefit that you are going to notice when you really start to say no and enforce your boundaries. There's going to be some things that are not so pleasant as well. And I'll talk about a few of those too. But I'm going to tell you one really amazing thing that I have noticed uh, now that I have really, really begun to set boundaries, which I've mentioned before, um, has been really hard for me. It has been really, really hard for me, not in every situation, but in major situations, um, right? So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I talked about it a bit before uh, about boundaries and things like that and what I was going through. So you may want to go back and listen to that episode as well. I believe that was last Monday. But, um, you know, I've noticed something really positive and I want to share that with you. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. The the good and the bad. Well, actually, none of it is bad. Honestly, when when you start really asserting yourself, setting your boundaries, sticking your the line in the, in the sand or whatever that saying is like, there's really nothing, quote unquote, bad. But there are some things that are going to probably happen that they're not going to feel good. They're not going to give you the warm and fuzzies. I'm just going to be real with you, okay, so that you kind of know what to expect. Um, all right, so let's see. What did I do for self-care? I always like to start the podcast letting you know what I did for self-care 
in the previous days or weeks or whatever. I guess one of the things I can tell you that I've been doing is your girl has been a baking fiend. Yes, baking child. I have baked uh, and I, I really never used to bake. I was the kid that did not really like to cook as far as I recall. Um, I just like to eat. <laughs> but I can't recall really having a strong desire to cook. And that could be a, a nature versus nurture thing. I'm I'm not really sure. And that's not the point of this episode. But as I am getting older and I'm tired of like all the stuff that's being put in the foods and, and all that stuff, I've, I'm really trying my best to, when I can, and this is not like an everyday thing. This is not, I'm, it's not like that. It's not that kind of party. Right. Um, but when I can, and when the spirit moves me, I prefer to obviously make my own things or learn to make my own things. That's really important to me. That's really important to me. So this is not to say that your girl doesn't slide through the in and out drive through um, or get, you know, go to McDonald's and get a two cheeseburger Happy Meal with a Dr. Pepper. OK, yes, your girl still does. But I have really, really, really been cooking more and I love it. I love it. Um, so, yeah, for self-care, just learning how to be more self-reliant in the form of cooking. Um, down the line, I want to learn about, well, I tried growing herbs. I failed at that, <laughs> but I'm going to get back out there at some point and, and learn how to make certain, like grow certain herbs and vegetables because um, I really do want to learn about herbalism and, you know, just other things, other things. But the cooking part, it's it's accessible to me right now. And so that's what I've been doing. So I've made banana bread several times. I've made blueberry bread, or is it called blueberry loaf and banana loaf? I don't know what it's called. Blue, banana bread, banana loaf, whatever, you know what I'm talking about. And like blueberry bread or blueberry loaf, whatever the heck it's called. I've made those several times. I even tried making regular bread and that was an epic fail, a, <laughs> a big, big fail because your girlfriend got to um, put in the salt and a little bit of apple cider, apple cider vinegar, excuse me. So that bread was not breading. It, 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 it came out okay, but it was the blandest bread I have ever tasted in my life. So note to self and note to you as well. If you're new in that realm, as I certainly am, uh, make sure you follow directions. And I know what you're saying. You're like, girl, I'm black because this is me. What I said, like, I don't like I'm the person that I just feel like I know everything. When I get a box that of something that needs to be assembled, I just go for it. I may briefly look at the directions and then when it's not going the way that I want it to go and I have to unassemble some things, I will then look at the directions. It's because I am black and I know I know everything, okay? I know everything. I, I don't even care. I know everything. I don't need to look at no directions because I got this. <laughs> Why are we like this? <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's not you, but the people that I know, like my people... We are the same. So I don't know, but it's just hilarious. Anyway, follow directions, sis, and save yourself all that wasted flour and um, all that time running your um, 
your oven wasting the gas and things like that. But all kidding aside, yeah, the baking is a thing for me now and it's amazing. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And it just it just feels so good to be like you can rely on yourself in that way, right? It's just another tool in your toolkit. It's another um I don't know. And I, I, I actually I feel like it's a form of resilience um and resistance as well. When you're able to cook your own things, um, make your own things, grow your own things, like all of it's like a form of resistance uh, for me and, and also an act of joy because I do enjoy it. So that is what I did for self-care uh, in the last few weeks, honestly, baking my own breads and things like that. And it's been a treat. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So I want to talk to you about just when I share these things, keep in mind that I'm not a therapist. These are just the things that I notice as I'm exploring what it means for me to feel whole as I uh, do these things that align me with my whole self. They align with my healing, things of that nature. I'm just coming from a place where I'm just sharing with you my thoughts and things that are working or not working for me in the hopes that they will provide you with some type of insight or guidance as you, you know, navigate your journey. Okay. All right. So let's talk about it. I want to talk about this amazing thing that I've noticed happen the more I have been asserting myself and setting boundaries. Um, And then also I want to give you some things that you should be aware of that are probably going to pop up as you begin to do this. Okay. And these are these things are not so nice, right? So I don't know which way to which one to start with. Should I give you the good or the the like womp womp? <laughs> but it's it's all it's all good. It's all a part of the journey. So let me just start with the the thing that I noticed that's amazing. How about that? So the thing that I've noticed that is amazing, the more I've been saying no, the more that I have drawn my line in the sand, the more I have held firm to my boundaries. Um, in a certain area of my life that I really, really, really struggled to set boundaries in this area. But now I'm like, I I know going forward, I'm not going to have that problem anymore because <laughs> I'm just not even going to mess with it. But um, I noticed that I'm no longer showing up as the representative of myself. Does that make sense? That That's been a really beautiful thing. That's the positive thing that I've noticed, like right off the bat, I am no longer showing up as the representative. So you're like, well, who's the representative? I mean, the representative can be, this is not a technical term as far as like, I don't have a technical definition of who the representative is, but I'm sure you can get the gist of it. Um, But for me, the representative represents, it's just, it's like a hollow version of myself. It's a fake version of Brie that shows up. When I think of a representative, I think of like someone in customer service who is only there to get a check and they ain't really feeling it. (laughs) Have you ever called like, uh, let's say you had to call your cable company or call uh, your phone, your cell phone uh, company or someone along those lines and you get the quote unquote representative. Right. And with the representative, especially when there's like a problem, let's say your Wi-Fi is not working. OK. Um, and so you call the representative 
and you can tell that they are just not feeling it. They are going through the motions. They are giving all of this script action to you. They are not necessarily being genuine. And I want to say that I have had some amazing customer service from amazing people. But when I'm talking about the representative, this is the version of you that I'm talking about. You're just showing up. Okay. You don't want to be bothered. You're tired. You're drained. You have no emotional energy. You have no physical energy. You have no spiritual energy. You have given all you have to give, but you still have to show up because you need something. You're getting something out of the situation that, you know, especially if you're in survival mode, you're getting something out of that situation that is meeting a need that you currently have. And if it wasn't for that need, you would have told that job. <laughs> I'm just, crack. I am cracking up right now. You would have told that job, for example, a long time ago, it's above me now, goodbye, right? Or that person in your life, it's above me now, goodbye, Okay, so that representative is the one that shows up. And honestly, I feel like the representative where like you're you're wearing a mask of yourself. It's like a disguise. It's not the true you. You've blocked your feelings. You've blocked your emotions. You're like I said, you're going through the motions. You're probably not happy. You're probably miserable in whatever that situation is or was right before you set that specific boundary or boundaries in that experience or with those people. But that's the representative. It's like it's like the masked version of you. And there's no freedom in that. There's no freedom in this mask, okay? There's no freedom in suppressing your true self. It's miserable. You're not happy. You hate it here. It's ghetto. One star <laughs> for the experience, right? All of those things. That's what I mean when I say the representative. Like it's not your true self. It's not your true self, okay? It is a small, minute portion of you that is there specifically just to serve a purpose. Whatever that purpose is, it depends on the situation. And that's the thing about masks. You know, there's masks oh plenty, right? There are disguises oh plenty. So one day you may wear the chipper mask. One day you may wear the mask that's like showing the world, you got this, you good girl, I got it all worked out. Another mask might be I that you wear might be, I really love this person when you don't. Like there's all kinds of masks that we wear when we are in survival mode. And so that representative pops up, that hollow version of you, that, un, that untrue version of yourself um, steps forward and you know you just suppress and hide and keep everything stuffed down um that at least that's what my representative was trying to do like i would i just hit a lot of stuff i did a lot of pretending a lot of pretending that things were okay a lot of pretending that things were great when they were not um my representative also would try to fix things like if people were mad at me oh my god i could not take that because I dealt with so much abandonment in my life. Like I could not take someone being mad at me, heaven forbid. Especially if that person had either like a position in my life where I felt like I needed them. Or if they were like in a position of power or authority. 
right? I would do that. I would like pretend or try to fix everything, right? So my representative, while wearing the mask, and I'm talking about the mask actually because uh, just last week it was, uh, we had our very first book club, excuse me, book club with a B. I said club with a V for some reason. <laughs> book club, and we discussed um, Sisters of the Yam by Bell Hooks. Uh, and that book club, it was very small, very intimate, but the people that were there were giving, and it was a really great discussion of certain parts of the book. But yeah, we wear this mask in different places where we either don't feel safe or we're, we're like, in, you know, we're feeling like we must do this to, to, to thrive or survive. You know what I mean? Different masks for different occasions, different masks for different times. I feel like a lot of us in the world, we're just attending the world's biggest freaking costume ball. And all of us um, are, are presenting these quote unquote safe versions of ourselves. Like I don't feel like, and I'm speaking for myself too, please, please hear me. I'm speaking for myself too. I feel like we we aren't giving our true selves. We're, we're just, we're... Because we've been conditioned to, to not do that. We've been conditioned to, to understand that it's not safe, right? How many times have you shown up as your authentic self and been rejected? How many times did you show up as your authentic self and, and be told, like, that's not good, you're bad, or feel like you're rejected because you, you showed raw or real emotion, or you disagree with someone that's in a position of authority, or um, you had certain needs that you wanted to have met, right? But they just weren't. They were just shut down or ignored, or you were shamed into uh, re like taking that need and putting it away, right? So of course we are walking around wearing, like we're all at this costume ball. Of course we are. We have the world's finest dresses on, dresses that we cannot afford, that we have put on our credit cards to prove to other people that we got it like that. <laughs> Pulling up in these expensive SUVs and, and luxury cars that we cannot afford. So we are leasing them and, and um, even renting them, um, you know, to show up at this costume party that we just really, it's like, when you think about it, it's like, why am I even, why am I even attending this party, this, this hypothetical party? Why am I even continuing to play this game? For years, I played the game. For years, I wore the mask. For years. And I have to sit with that and think like, what was I getting out of that? What was I getting out of that relationship when I wasn't being my true self? What was I getting out of that experience, um, when I had to hide things or, you know, feel guilty about having needs or asserting myself or speaking my truth. Like what, what was I gaining? What was I getting from that? And those are questions that I really want you to ask yourself, but it's like, we all at some point, one for one reason or another, one time or another, we have attended that costume ball and we have shown up with a variety of masks to fit any situation you could think of. And we do that because ultimately we just want to feel safe. We want to be loved. We want to be liked, right? But I can tell you that 
at least for me, again, sharing my experience, especially now that I've overcome this hurdle, the hurdle is not complete. And that's what I'm, that's going to be part two of this conversation. But as far as I'm concerned, I've gotten over the biggest hurdle. And now that I have and I'm on the, the top of the mountain or, or starting to go down the other side, if you will, I don't know, whatever makes sense. Um, like I, I feel more liberated. Okay. I feel powerful. I feel like I don't have to now show up as the representative, that representative that just goes along to get along, co-signs what everybody says because I want them to like me. Um, I don't know. Just uh, just being agreeable, again, not asserting myself, just allowing any and everything and saying, yeah, that's fine. Even though inside I'm just like bitter as hell because I'm like, no, that's not fine. Like, no, I feel more liberated. I feel happier. Um, I feel I feel freer. Like, I feel like I don't have to wear this mask. I don't. I don't feel like I have to wear the mask. I don't have to hide my pain. I don't have to hide my experiences. I don't have to hide my displeasure. I don't have to hide my anger. I don't have to hide my joy. I don't have to hide my... um Whatever, my history, my background, my whatever, like I I don't have to hide anymore. I have literally unmasked myself in in during the process of this healing. I've unmasked myself. Rest assured or or human when I say that it's definitely easy to put that mask back on, especially when things are getting rough, things are feeling hard, you want to kind of like protect yourself or you start to doubt if you even did the right things. Or if you're doing the right thing, because again, people may, you might start feeling some kind of way and you're like, okay, let me put this mask back on and just go back to um, quote unquote, the norm, right? And I can tell you, there are a lot of norms that need to be broken down, okay? A lot of norms that need to be obliterated, all right? But yeah, it's easy to put that mask back on depending on the situation. I did that a lot too. And I'm not saying I'll never do it again <laughs> because life be life in and healing is not a straight line. Our lives are not a straight line. And at some point you're going to, once you get over a certain thing or you've healed from a certain thing or you've, you know, broken through a certain thing, you're going to level up and then you're going to be presented with another situation where you're going to have that choice. Oh crap. What, what do I do? Do I put the mask on? Do I not? Do I assert myself? Is it okay to have boundaries? Can I speak up? You know, am I like all these things? Okay. So there's no judgment here. There's no judgment here. Not a bit, not a bit, regardless of where you fall in all of this, wherever you are, no judgment, just awareness. No judgment, just awareness, okay? But yeah, that's a huge benefit that I've noticed um, with just asserting myself, just being able to be free, take that mask off, not hide anymore, not hide behind anything. Like, this is me. This is This is Brie. And this is how she rolls. This is Brie. This is what she likes. This is what she doesn't like. This is who I am. This is who I am becoming. This is the, these are the things I do. This is what I enjoy. This is what my life has been like. Like, like just, you know, not hiding. 
not hiding and just allowing yourself that freedom. The more freedom you allow yourself to have and the more space you free up in your life, I promise you, you're going to get to more joy, more joy. Now, sometimes you just, when you're in the muck, sometimes you have to be really intentional about creating joy and finding joy and finding those pockets of peace, right? But the more you allow yourself to just lean into that liberation, baby step by baby step by baby step, the more joy you're going to start feeling in your body, in your in your life. Like it just it's there. The joy is there, sis. The joy is there. Let me go ahead and take a quick break right here. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body. So I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a 
vibe, y'all. There are only 20 calories per serving, no added sugar, and it's infused with stuff I like, including mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, which really helps me to relax after a high-energy day. Recess Mood has four delicious flavors to choose from. My personal fave is Strawberry Rose. If one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol, this is the way. Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. All right, so I am back. All right, so I talked about the beautiful thing that I began to notice once I really just like said I'm I'm not trying to live my life as a representative like I, I'm showing up as my full self um you know all those beautiful things like just no longer wearing that mask like the mask starting to really crumble and the real Brie showing up like the real Slim Shady the real thick Brie because I ain't slim the real thick Brie is showing up <laughs> all right but I'm gonna tell you real quick and I kind of alluded to this before let me tell you so you can prepare yourself as you begin to con- or as you continue asserting yourself or you begin to assert yourself and you begin to like draw your line in the sand as soon as you start to have uh boundaries and you start to have um what's the word called um not values oh gosh I'm drawing a blank it'll come to me but once you start to have oh, not requirements Let's just go with requirements. That's not the word that I'm looking for, but the other word escapes me. And I know someone's probably talking to their uh, phone right now and saying, girl, the word is dot, dot, dot. (laughs) But I can't think of what the word is. I'm going to just say requirements, but that's not the word. Um, But once you start having requirements for your life, uh, people are not going to like that. Obviously, they are going to be feeling some kind of way. They are going to be feeling threatened for whatever reason. A lot of times it's because people do not have the capacity to understand where you're coming from. They don't have the emotional intelligence or maturity to understand where you are coming from. It's always all about them, 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 and what they need. And you are secondary. And for some people, that's just always what it's going to be. That's always what it's going to give. Not everybody is trying to, you know, break barriers. Not everybody is trying to break cycles. Not everybody is trying to, oh, standards. (laughs) That was the word, standards. Oh my gosh. Standards was the word I was thinking of before. If somebody sent that to me mentally, thank you, girl. But yeah, um, everybody ain't trying to be like Mike. Everybody's not trying to do, you know, live a life like separated from this whole decolonized or this colonized concept of living that we have. Okay. They are comfortable being in their little box and that's completely fine. Who am I to define their life or to define the box they're living in? That's not, that, that's not my responsibility. That's not my business. Okay. As long as it's not, you know, infringing in a negative way on me, you do you. Okay. My way isn't the better way. Their way isn't the better way. Or I should say my way is a better way for me. It doesn't mean it's a better way for them. 
So I, like I said, I just mind my business unless it like bumps up against something that has to do with me. Okay. And that's a hard pill to swallow because a lot of times we be the only ones in our families or our relationships, you know, they like it, 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 once you start doing this work or as you continue to do this work, that, that division, like it can get bigger, like wider and wider and wider right? Or bigger and bigger and bigger or deeper and deeper and and deeper. If they also like your spouse, your partner, your BFF, your parent, your dad, your cousin or whomever, like they're also, if they're not doing the work as well, and they are still in that, that old mindset that you are shifting away from, right? So like I said, as far as like the, the freedom and being able to see yourself fully and to remove that mask, that has definitely been a benefit. And that is definitely a benefit you are going to um, begin to notice. But unfortunately, as you are still going through and you are in the muck for the next few days, weeks, months, even possibly even longer, unfortunately, you are going to notice that people are really not going to accept this new you. They're not going to be like welcoming you with open arms because you are disrupting patterns that have been in place forever in some cases, especially if it's like a family dynamic, right? And let's say, let's say you're the kid or you were the kid and your grandparents or your dad, your mom, your whomever set the flow of the house. And then here you come 30, 40 years later disrupting those patterns and holding up that mirror to that dynamic is not necessarily going to be a happy time between you and this person or family dynamic or whatever the case may be. Because unfortunately, unfortunately, like I said, a lot of people do not have the understanding or awareness that you do. And some people will never have it. They are okay with the status quo. They don't want anything to change, especially if it's going to disrupt whatever you've been feeding them, whether it's attention, money, love, time, energy, you taking all, always taking the load off their back, like whatever it is you've been giving and you disrupt that and you're setting about there, it's not going to be a happy time. Okay. It's just not. However, you've been supporting that situation and you start to pull back and focus that energy on yourself. They're not going to necessarily, like I said, just be like, oh, this is great. I'm proud of you. Right. (laughs) I don't know. I've, I've never heard of any anyone share with me that once they started to really honor their humanity and, and, and honor their boundaries and. Um, just do them, you know what I'm saying? And live their life. Like I've, I've not heard anyone ever share with me that their family was like, yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Never. I have never, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I've just never in how long have I been doing the brown girl self-care podcast since like, I don't even know, like th- three years now or something like that. I don't have the exact date. 
I have never, 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 okay? I have never. Um, so things that you're probably going to notice, and I'm just, I'm just telling you like it is, right? Um, and this is not an all-inclusive list. I'm just letting you know like some of the things that I have noticed when I have decided to do me, okay? Um, and I started saying no. Um, like one thing that was automatic was just like this fear uh, or guilt. I mean, there was some fear too, but really the word I was looking for was guilt, Feelings of guilt. Like if you're an empathetic person, look, I can't even say it. Empathetic person. If you're an empathetic person, like I tend to be, um, you or you or you were conditioned to think that your emotions are wrong, your desires are wrong, your needs are wrong, or they're not wrong, but first. These other things, these other conditions have to to be met. And then, you know, we'll we'll get into your stuff, right? But you're you're probably going to have feelings of guilt like big time. Feelings of guilt, and you're probably going to question yourself too. Like you're going to feel this guilt. You're like, "Oh, well, should I have done that?" Like this is literally me telling you from experience just from like the last couple of weeks, okay? It's like, "Should I should I have done that?" Was that okay? They're, are they mad? They're mad. Um, I'm a bad person. How could I do that to them at a time like this? Like You're going to start to question everything as soon as you begin to assert yourself, especially if you have never done it or you haven't done it in that situation in a very long time. You're going to question yourself. Sis, when that happens, I want you to lean into that self-trust, okay? Lean into that self-trust. Lean into that. Don't don't listen to that negative thought because that's not even you, but don't listen to that negative thought that's telling you that you're a bad person and you should be ashamed of yourself and how could you do this to them when da-da-da-da. Like all that is kill the noise, okay? I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but kill the noise, right? When those words come in, counter them. In advance, start writing out affirmations. Like in my journal, so I'm doing this 52 weeks of, what's the book called? It's like a Bible devotional called 52 weeks of something. I don't even know what it's called. In any case, as I go through each week, uh, and I think I'm on chapter or week five now, because I just started a few weeks ago. um, I try to write, create and write down one, at least one affirmation based on the study from that week. And I don't have my my journal in front of me, but I have several like um, affirmations I have written out. Um, one of the affirmations I do know I have on my post-it on, uh, on a post-it on my laptop is like something along the lines of speak, speak words of faith and positivity over your life or, or something along those lines. But I make sure to write things down and I want you to start doing this. Okay. I please, I want you to start doing this. Okay. Start creating affirmations that speak intentionally about your situation and counter, cause I don't know what negative thoughts you might have. Only you know that, right? Because again, we tend to hide things. So you probably wouldn't even have known some of the things had I not shared with you like a part of my life. Um, But I want you to to keep a list and start like writing down these affirmations. Every time you have a 
a, a fear of like this guilt or whatever, like figure out how you can counter that and create an affirmation out of that. Because we need to continuously be affirming ourselves. And one way that you can do that is just like reading words of affirmation, saying words of affirmation, like speaking words of affirmation over yourself, over your life, over your situations, over your circumstances, right? Okay. But we end up forgetting certain things. And so when it comes back around, because it's going to come back around, it's going to come back around, right? Uh, We're not prepared. And so we don't have positive things that we can read, positive truths about ourselves, like even writing down your truths, right? Writing down your truths, because we will tend to forget those too. And then when that situation comes back around and you're just like, oh God, I'm such a bad person. That's not even the truth. And plus on top of that, let me be clear. It's not, it's, it's not bad to assert yourself. It's not bad to have boundaries. We have just been conditioned to believe that it's bad. It ain't. It's not bad. It's not. Okay? So if you've been conditioned for years that having boundaries is bad, you're going to automatically just go into guilt mode immediately. Okay? I want you to start keeping a list of affirmations. So expect that. Expect guilt mode to kick in big time. All right? Um, Another thing that I would tell you to, to... pay it not pay attention to but to be aware of is that um as you do these things okay don't be surprised if like especially if this is like a family kind of thing don't be surprised if you you get like the silent treatment you get gray rocked where the person just acts like you don't exist don't be surprised if you get ghosted don't be surprised if you get stonewalled and don't be surprised if more gaslighting occurs and people are like oh that didn't happen and usually like don't be surprised about any of that stuff it's gonna happen especially if your circumstance your your familial environment you know with your grandma your granddad your dad your your aunt your aunt like whomever your sister your brother like whoever right if you guys never had healthy boundaries in the family or examples of healthy boundaries just like if you've never had examples of healthy relationships you're gonna get out in them streets and you're not gonna know how to have a healthy relationship right that's definitely my truth i don't know what the hell i'm doing in some of <laughs> some of my old relationships it takes time to learn it, it, you literally have to learn Okay, Um, but if your family or your situation is like of a of a circumstance where there was never healthy examples of boundaries, love, support, like any of those things, when you start to remove that energy, like remove yourself from that energy and just do you take care of you, assert yourself, set your boundaries, things like that, you're going to people are not going to be happy about that. And you will get gaslit. You will be shamed and blamed. You will be um, stonewalled. You'll be ignored. You'll be rejected. Like people like that go back to their, because they feel threatened by what you're doing. They go back into what they're accustomed to, what they're used to, what they have been conditioned to do, possibly from their parents or their past relationships or things like that. It's just an unhealthy circle that will continue until you break the cycle. It's unfortunate that it's been placed upon your shoulders to take care of, but 
you know, that that's just what it is. I can't really speak to that. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. So be prepared for that. Know that those things are not true. Know that you have permission to set whatever space between you and that situation. You know, like you have permission, not from me, from yourself. You're empowered to set however much space you need, whatever you feel is healthy. And, you know, it's up to you to figure out how much interaction you even want to have, right? It can be hard. It really, really can be. No one said or whoever said that healing was easy and fun, they lied. Like healing can be ugly. It can hurt. It can be painful. You can experience grief of the things either you never had, but you wanted or the things you had and that were taken away, uh, like just all kinds of things. Right. It, it's it's not necessarily always easy. I believe it gets easier. Uh, the more your life begins to shift. But we have to get to that place to allow our life to become be, begin to shift. And that can be the hard part. That can be the hard part, right? I'm sorry that that's something that we have to go through. I'm sorry that this is something that we have to experience through no fault of our own. But if we really want to get to where the liberation is and the freedom and the joy and and our, our just being able to be our authentic selves and not have to hide you know ourselves and 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 you know show up as a representative and just go along to get along and people please and and all that stuff like we've got to do the work we've got to we've got to we've got to heal from all that muck and stuff that was thrust upon us and for a lot of us, that stuff goes, it goes deep. It goes deep, deep. So know that it's going to take some time to do this work. And you might start doing the work or be in, or be in a good place because you've done the work. And then you might see that you, for, for whatever reason, you end up taking five steps back. That's all right. Work is work. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's a part of it. That is a part of the work. Like work is work. Healing takes work. Consistent work. As small as it as small as it needs to be. But it needs to it needs to happen. It needs to happen. I would encourage you to find a community where you feel safe enough to discuss these kinds of things. Or if you want to lurk, I'm sure that there are Reddit boards that discuss different things from family life to narcissists to uh, I don't know, all kinds of like, just all, there's all kinds of boards or whatever they're called on Reddit. I don't know what they're called, the little forms or whatever on Reddit. Um, there's resources that can definitely give you more insight. Let me actually, I hadn't planned on doing this, but let me just do it anyway, real quick. Um, some of the books that I have recently read, can I pull up my audible really quickly? Sorry, y'all. I hadn't planned on sharing these books. I didn't think about it before. Um, well, one book that I'm reading right now is by 
um, I believe her name is Nedra Glover. It's drama free. I'm about halfway through with that. It's really, really good. It's a guide to managing like, uh, just like unhealthy family relationships. Cause that's what I'm dealing with right now. But books that I have read previously are, um, stop walking on eggshells. That's by Paul T. Mason. Like if you feel like you, you know, can't be your authentic self, you don't have boundaries, things like that. And you have to just like tiptoe around situations and issues. That was a really good book for me. Um, what was it called? I believe it's called survivors of PTSD, CPTSD. That was a good one. Um, I'm going to need to put a book list together because I wasn't prepared to talk about this stuff. Um, so maybe that's something I can do on the website. Just keep a running list of some of the books that I've run, uh, read, excuse me, books on how to love yourself, books on being your true self, books on healing, books on um, healthy relationships, books on boundaries, books on money, right? Because we a lot of us don't have really good relationships with money. I definitely do not. Um, but I am healing my relationship with money. Um, just different things like that. So maybe if, if anyone's interested, I will put together like a book list and put it on the website of books that I either have read or intend to read at some point in this life. <laughs> I have a long list of books because that's how I, that helps me to heal. Um, just being able to read and, and learn that helps me. That's a part of that's like a, a tool in my toolkit, if that makes sense, along with other things as well. So, um, yeah, that's basically it, girl. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. The further you go, the more, you know, it, it, initially disruption there might be because we are disrupting patterns and habits and things that need to just die off. Right. Things, unhealthy, toxic things that just need to die off, be healed and die off. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But to counter it, like I said, you're going to notice that you are going to be able to experience more joy. You're going to be able to fully be your true self and breathe a little easier. And just there's definitely benefits to it. Right. For sure. More pockets of peace. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's just it's kind of like a balancing act, if that makes any sense. It, that's how it feels for me, you know, just like a, a balancing act. Oh, child. So that is it for this week's episode. I hope it fed you, fed your spirit in some kind of way. If you have any comments or questions, you can always email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that is connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T at browngirlselfcare.com. And before I go, if this episode blessed you in some way and you would like to support the show, I would love it if you left a five-star review and rating um, and comment on iTunes. That definitely helps the podcast to grow. Uh, shout out to everyone that has left a rating, comment, and review uh, on iTunes. I just appreciate you so very much. So that is it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. I love you, have a blessed week, and I will see you next Monday. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.